0: Together growing in faith, changing communities. My dear brothers and sisters, today I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of Matthew chapter 26 from verse 14 to verse 25. One of the twelve, who was called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priest and said, What will you give me if I deliver Jesus over to you? And they paid him thirty pieces of silver. And from that moment, he sought an opportunity to betray him. Now on the first day of the unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus saying, Where will you have us prepare for you to eat the Passover? He said, Go into the city to such a one and say to him, The teacher says, My time is at hand. I will keep the Passover at your house with my disciples and the disciples did as Jesus had directed them and they prepared the passover when it was evening he set a table with the 12 disciples and as they were eating he said truly I say to you one of you will betray me and they were very sorrowful and began to say to him one after the other Is it I, Lord? He answered. He who has dipped his hand in the dish with me will betray me. The Son of Man goes as it is written of him, but woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been better for that man if he had not been born. Judas, who betrayed him, said, Is it I, Master? he said to him you have said so it's 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 a beautiful yet emotional piece of writing one of the 12 it is a genitive of belonging it gives us a sense of belonging one of the 12 it's a very important phrase that the authors in the scriptures use. And Matthew uses this to, to identify the, the disciples, to identify the apostles, one of the twelve. You remember that Jesus goes out and he calls them to become fishes of men. He calls them to participate in his ministry. He calls them to share in his life. He calls them to share into the kingdom. He has revealed to them everything. He says this in the gospel of of John. He says, I no longer call you servants. I call you friends because I have revealed to you everything. There is nothing I have hidden from you. So the amount of betrayal can only make sense if one understands the enormous love and trust that Jesus has on his disciples. It can only make sense because of that. He is one of the twelve. Have you ever been betrayed by someone you trusted? Either a friend, a colleague, a relative, a partner, a spouse, a parent, a child. Have you ever been betrayed by someone closest to your heart? The betrayal goes beyond the act. The person betrays everything you've shared everything you stood for and somehow the relationship is bruised and it takes enormous amount of work to try and rebuild it and unfortunately others they never really build it up and so you see when Matthew presents the story he wants us to realize that Judas, when he goes away and betrays Jesus, he doesn't just betray Jesus, but he, becomes, he betrays everything they've shared. He betrays everything that Jesus had in mind for Judas. By using this phrase, one of the twelve. The other thing that I also find important to look into He is one of the 12. He went to the chief priest. Out of his own accord, he decided to go to the chief priest. That is important to to, to remember. It's important to analyze. It is important to acknowledge. He, on his own accord, went to the chief priest. This is heartbreaking because it makes us wonder and to ask the question, what led Judas to make such a move? He is sitting in his mind, in his heart. He is plotting. He goes out. It is not a reaction. He makes a decision. And he acts upon the decision. And sometimes you could be with someone. And you think everything is okay. Meanwhile, they're plotting your own demise, your own destruction. You think both of you are on the same page. Meanwhile, the other person has left you long ago. You remember that beautiful song, your body is here with me, but your mind is on the other side of town. We are not in this together anymore. And you're working hard and you're pulling and you're investing in this, but the person has long gone. The house is empty. But you don't know that. And so Judas, out of his own accord, goes and he leaves Jesus with the rest of the apostles. And so I I don't know what he said to them as he left. Did he say, I'm going to run some errands? Did he say, I'm going to feed the poor? Did he say, I'm going to buy some food for you? Did he say, I'm going to betray you now? What went through his mind? What did he say to them? But he knew he was going to do it. And listen to the question that Judas poses. He poses a very interesting question. What will you give me if I deliver him to you? What will I gain? What will I benefit? What shall I get when I deliver him to you? He's creating a trade. He's selling Jesus off to the greatest bidder. What will you give me? What can I get? And there are people in life who benefit out of your misery who benefit out of your frustration. You may think you're on the same page, but they're asking you, well, they want to sell you off. They like say to themselves, I think the product is ready now. It's matured enough to be sold off. And so you are no longer a person You've become an object. The amount of betrayal in this story is enormous. It's huge. What will you give me when I hand him over? And the author tells us immediately that they gave him 30 pieces of silver. And I find this very strange. Only 30 pieces of silver. And go back when Joseph was being sold by his own brothers. They sold him off for 30 pieces of silver. How does one gauge that this money is enough. To sell you off. How do you gauge that. I can now sell this person off and I will get this money. His unhealthy love of money and the sense of greed led him and allowed him to betray our Lord. It happened to Judas. It could happen to each and every one of us. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.